This episode of Now This Is Lit is brought to you by Audible. Check the link in the description to get your first Star Wars audiobook free. Everyone loves free things. Click that link. Do it. A long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. You're listening to Now This Is Lit, a podcast about Star Wars books, the people who make them, and the readers who just can't get enough of them. I'm your host, Meg Dowell. I use she, her pronouns. And today, because we're kind of in between books right now, we have a new book coming out next week. I'll talk about that at the end of this episode and working on some interviews and discussions and things like that. So even though you've had just me on the show for a couple weeks in a row, um, here I am again. Uh, to talk about something I've wanted to touch on for a while, and we touched on this a little bit when I talked with um, Chelsea from Space Wizards Book Club. Uh, that was earlier this year in, at some point in season one. That was a really fun discussion. Um, definitely go back and listen to that. We talk about book talk. We talk about Instagram, all kinds of fun things because we both are kind of in the same circles and doing similar things in the Star Wars book community and uh she's great and now she's uh published in Star Wars Insider uh that's cool uh love that for her um anyway <laughs> I'm not gonna spend this whole episode talking about how awesome Chelsea is although I could so we touched on book review etiquette a little bit in that discussion and I want to kind of do a deep dive on that a lot of people especially on Instagram will ask me a lot of things about books, book reviewing, a lot of things that um, I don't always get around to answering in depth, um, mostly because a lot of those questions go to my Instagram requests and you don't get notifications for those. And I'm sorry about that. And I'm trying to get better about checking those because um, a lot of these questions end up there. So I figured I would touch on some of these things um, in in a solo episode. Um, you know, I have notes here, but not a script. So like, it's just me sitting here talking to you. I thought it would be fun. And also, because I'm working on so many, planning so many episodes and things for um, the first half of season two, I just maybe needed a, a week where I just, uh, you know, talk about one of my favorite things, which is reviewing Star Wars books. Um, so a little bit of background to start. I am a journalist. I've been a journalist for about 10 years, um, working in a lot of different uh, kinds of online media outlets, um, different sizes of companies, things like that. And I have a lot of experience um, writing, editing, interviewing. You've heard some of my interviews on this show. And that is what I do um, at, as part of my day job and as a freelancer. Um, that's what I do outside of the show. Um, and I bring a lot of what I do at my jobs um, into what I do here. This is not my job. This is definitely a side hustle. I do not get paid for it. Um, although if you want to support the show financially, um, you can do that. That's all in the show notes. And I talk about it in my little like end credits at the end um, of every episode, which I know a lot of people don't listen to. Uh, my husband doesn't ever listen to the end credits of any podcast. He just skips them and it drives me insane. It's fine. Um, <laughs> but anyway, um, but one thing I really, really love doing is reviewing Star Wars books. And I am fortunate enough to um, be connected with um, the publishers that uh, are responsible for putting out a lot of these books. And I get review copies early. Um, and that is a privilege. That is something that a lot of people are fortunate enough. Not a lot. That's something that some people are fortunate enough to get. And a lot of people are not... Um, don't have that 
privilege. And I get asked a lot about that. Um, But one thing I will say is I was reviewing Star Wars books for many years before I was getting review copies and able to um, get my reviews done for get my reviews done for them before the book came out so that I could release them and do interviews up leading up to releases and things like that. Um, So and we'll talk about that. But We'll touch on this first, which is the most common question I get um, by far on Instagram and other places, which is how do you get review copies of Star Wars books? And I'm going to be very um, honest but gentle about this and say that, um, again, it is a privilege to get review copies. It is often difficult to get review copies. Um, There is... There are criteria that publicists use to determine, once you get in contact with them, whether or not you'll get selected for being a reviewer. And um, everyone is different and there aren't like set like rules. Like I couldn't tell you like this is how many uh, followers you need to have or things like that. It's not necessarily always that, but there are criteria that they generally use within um, their own that they use among themselves to decide kind of who is the best person, who who is the best group of people to be on the review list. Um, and generally these are generally the people that fall under the categories um, of people that are chosen to review are journalists, such as myself, um, different pop culture especially pop culture entertainment outlets will have someone usually an editor who is on that list so that they get the star wars books and are able to create content around them leading up to and following the release of that book that is why most reviewers get copies it is not to have the book early and be able to say you have the book early although that can be fun for some people to kind of be in that circle um really what it's for is content creation um you are when you're a reviewer it is actually technically your job to create content around this book to help promote and sell that book that is why review copies are given out to help promote a star wars book and you would think yeah it's a star wars book so everyone knows about it but the more people that are talking about it the more likely a book is to um, get the get the numbers that it needs and gets the eyes on it that it needs to um, be more successful. So that is what a reviewer does and that is what a reviewer is for. Podcasters also fall under this category. Podcasters will also create content leading up to and surrounding and following a book release. Let's talk about Crimson Climb. Crimson Climb is coming out next week. We received our review copies of Crimson Klein actually a long time ago, um, a lot earlier than a lot of books are given out, which is not a problem. I, however, have not started reading it yet because I've had a lot of books to read and review. So this week, I will read the book. And as a reviewer, I will not talk about the book. Uh, we'll talk about embargoes actually later in this um, this little this little episode that we're doing. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> um and I will, I will read the book. I will take notes on the book. Um, I will start 
writing my review of the book. And I might jot down things like, oh, someone might want to know when this book takes place. Someone might want to know who are the main characters in this book. Someone might want to know more about E.K. Johnston, who wrote the book, um, or things that she has said or has been said about the book um, leading up to the book. So I will jot those things down. So while I am also working on my review, I might also be writing articles. I might be planning podcast episodes. I might be writing in some cases, depending on the book, depending on the publisher, I might be writing. Uh, I might be writing questions for a future interview that I need to send to a publicist to get approved. Um, that is oftentimes how interview questions um, happen: is you have to get them approved and write them first. It's not just like I'm like the night before an interview coming up with questions. It's like a whole. It's a whole process. I'll talk about that sometime on another episode. Um, because interviews are a little different than reviewing. Same same idea, uh, same, uh, you know, but not quite the same. So anyway, um, and then I will write that review and I'll send it. Um, in terms of like how to, how to know if you are, qualified is not the right word I want to use here. Are you ready to reach out to someone and ask for review copies? Um, it's hard. It's also hard to say because in, in terms of like some people want numbers, some people want like um, things like that. It's there's no like set actual criteria that I could honestly give you to let you know. Um, the reason I initially reached out is because I run a Star Wars fan site that has um, hundreds of thousands of views and um when I when I signed when I uh was promoted to editor we needed someone who was getting those books and planning that content around them so I reached out and because of that I was able to get the books that I needed um to create that content because again that's pretty much the whole point and why we get the books um I think podcasters who have a very good idea of like why they want to create content around the books like what is their purpose in doing that it doesn't hurt to reach out um if you don't get a response or you don't get review copies it's not because you're not creating good content it's not because you're doing a good job and usually it's because um the reality is that if everyone got review copies then they wouldn't sell any books and that's not good for anybody um especially the author who wrote the book so because it is a privilege because literally not everyone can have them um because you get review copies for free in exchange for reviewing and creating content and helping to promote the book and things like that so if you don't get review copies um number one it's not because you're not doing a good job a lot of times like you just have to keep working at it keep um promoting the books on your own without review copies because you know, you can review a book, and we, we've talked about this on the show before. You can review, discuss a Star Wars book anytime. It could be a month later. It could be two years later. It doesn't really matter because anyone could be reading that book for the first time. Um, so the pressure to review a book right away, um, don't feel that. Um, and I'll kind of use that as a launching point for uh, my next point, which is usually the best way to get to a point where you are able to get review copies if that's something that you want to do if that's something that you are ever able to achieve depending on 
how you're getting there in terms of content creation is by just reviewing books. As I said at the beginning of this episode, I've been reviewing Star Wars books since 2018. So about five years, a little over five years. It's been a little over five years since I started my book review Instagram. And I was working for a fan site who did Star Wars book things at the time. Um, so I've been reviewing books for five years. I didn't start getting review copies of books until about um, the end of 2020 because the first review copy that I ever got was Light of the Jedi, which what a what a review copy to start with because I read it and then I couldn't talk about it and the higher public hadn't started and it was a whole thing. But so for about for over two years, I reviewed Star Wars books without having review copies. Which means I, I put in a lot of work um, buying the books on my own, doing the reviews, creating content, just working really hard at doing that. And that was one of the reasons that I am able to get review copies from multiple publishers now is because I spent a lot of time reviewing books without review copies. Um, so if eventually you want to get on that list... If you want to be one of the people that's on that list, just start reviewing Star Wars books. And we're going to get into like the do's and don'ts of that pretty soon. If someone were to ask me, and they have before, how do I start reviewing Star Wars books? Start reviewing them um, in whatever format you want to. TikTok, um, writing on your blog or something, podcasting. Um, reviewing can also entail discussions with multiple people. You can do a roundtable. We do that sometimes on the show too. More of those are coming up soon because I miss talking to other people on now this is lit. <laughs> In terms of like how to review a book, a lot of people just start by sharing their thoughts, um, sharing how the book made them feel, sharing, you know, how excited they were, like what their favorite parts of the book were. A book review does not have to be super formal. It doesn't have to be. There's no like formula necessarily that goes into like what makes the perfect a book review. It's just the some of the best book reviews just come from the heart or just people talking about, you know, how a book, how they reacted to it, how it made them feel. And that's a lot of times why why they're successful is because people like talking about how things make them feel. That's just the nature of uh, writing and reviewing and things like that. So let's just go into the do's and don'ts about reviewing, etiquette, things like that, because this is not targeted toward any specific people, podcasters, journalists, things like that. But I do see because I'm on, I may not post a ton on Twitter anymore, but I am still there for some reason. And I see things. And we need to talk about some of those things. And let's talk about embargo dates because I see people breaking these. It's a very strict and important rule and you gotta stop. So if you are fortunate enough to get review copies of Star Wars books, which if that is you, congratulations. It's very fun to be able to have more time to digest and um, share your thought and gather your thoughts on these books. That's great. We love it. When you receive your review copies, you will also receive an embargo date, which is the date that you can officially, legally talk about a book. 
this date will be more often than not far away from when you receive the copy of the book, which means if you immediately start reading the book and you finish it pretty quickly, you cannot talk about that book. You cannot post about it on social media. You cannot spoil it. You can say that you have it. And that's about it. You can say, I am so grateful that I received the copy of this book. And you'll see people doing that. They're, they cannot say anything else about it. And that's why you will not see them talking about it. You can talk with other people who ha- also have had the book in private group chats, in private spaces. You can talk about it amongst yourselves because you all have read the book and you all have agreed to not spoil it. But if it is before that date, you cannot publish anything, you cannot post anything, you cannot do it. What happens if you do break embargoes? Honestly, um, you'll you'll be put on a list. Let's just say that. You'll be put on a list and you will lose the privileges that you have because I will say it again and I will likely say it many more times in this episode – Reviewing books of which you have received review copies is a privilege. It is not a right. You can lose that privilege if you do not follow the rules. The reason that embargo dates exist is because books need to be sold. (laughs) Books need to be promoted. If you just start going out, if everyone just starts going out and spoiling the book and posting pages from the book, and I mean, don't ever do that, but things like that, um, before the book has even been published, um, that's a problem. The reason people review books is to promote them. Um, I think a lot of people don't seem to understand that. Um, And if you are posting spoilers, if you are breaking embargo dates, you are doing the opposite of what um, you're supposed to be doing with that. So um, don't break those dates. Don't do it. And um, you're going to ruin it for everyone else if you do. So stop it. (laughs) So let's talk about writing your book review just in general, whether you have a review copy or not. Um, Chances are you're going to be writing or writing a book review, recording a book review, both here are some things you should and should not do when you are doing that. And this will kind of help you maybe get a better idea of how to construct a book review if that is something you want to do. So what what I often recommend people do to do and what I try to do at least a little bit is give a very brief summary of what the book is about. This could be like even one to two sentences. Who's the main character? What What time period what era does the Star Wars book take place in because that's what a lot of people want to know is when is this book set in the timeline um so for Crimson Climb without spoiling anything that actually happens in the book I might write something like this book takes place in the time Han and Kira are separated you know at the beginning of solo Star Wars story you, they get separated. I'm not going to spoil it if you haven't seen the movie or read the novelization or anything like that. And this book um, kind of follows Kira in that time period. And that's that's kind of like the summary that I might give. Um, you want to kind of give some context to the book reviewing. You don't want it to go into full detail um, about everything that happens in the book. But you still want to give some kind of like, you want to give the reader an idea of what they're getting into. Because again, The purpose of reviewing a book 
is to promote and ideally sell that book. And yes, people taking books out of the library still counts as selling it. And I kind of alluded to this, but you want to mostly avoid spoilers. I personally like to save spoilers for my book discussions and my book breakdowns, things like that. You can put spoiler warnings on those, um, but I typically advise when you're doing a review when the book first comes out, most people who are going to be reading that book, even though it may seem otherwise, depending on what circles you're in and who you follow, most people have not read the book. Most people will not get the book until the day of or even later than that. So you really don't want to discourage people from reading your review by including spoilers. Most most of the time you're going to want to do a spoiler-free review. You can kind of like allude to some things that the book touches on, but I would advise not to spoil it. Don't do a full summary. You can save all that for later. The book review is meant for people who may be interested in the book to read your review and decide whether or not they want to read it. So you don't want to tell them, oh, there'll be spoilers and they'll click away or they'll stop listening. And you don't want that. The publishers don't want that. So try to avoid spoilers as much as possible. A lot of people struggle with this next point in um, the wrong way, <laughs> um, which is I like to say it's okay to get personal in your review. Now, this does not mean that you need to take a book personally. And by by that, I mean, um, when I say get personal, I mean, talk about how the book makes you think, how it affects you, how it reminds you of certain things. Um, what's the human aspect of, you know, what you came away from this book with? I don't mean that if you didn't vibe with a book, or if you didn't like it, or if it didn't resonate with you, that you should get personal in the sense that like you should tell other people not to read it. That's not the point of a book review. Um, you, <laughs> you can give reasons why it didn't work for you. Um, but ultimately, a book review is for the general audience. It's, it's for you, but it's not just for you, if that makes sense. Talk about how it made you feel. Don't talk about how um, if, if this is the case, uh, that people shouldn't read it. And we'll touch on that more as well. And I've, I've said this and I will say it again and I'll go more in depth. Focus on selling the book. So when you are, when you are reviewing a Star Wars book, you're promoting it. And in that, and this is hard for a lot of people, so I'm going to go slow with this one and give you some give you some help. You want to sell the book. You want to focus on reasons why some people might enjoy it and will want to either pre-order it or pick up a copy for themselves. These reasons may not be things that you liked about the book. Um a selling point may be that someone who loved Solo and someone who loves Kira will like Crimson Climb. You may not have liked Solo. You may not, Kira may not be your favorite character, but it's not about you. <laughs> and I, I'm not saying that in like, I'm not saying that like in a mean way. It's just, 
if you're selling the book, you don't have to agree agree with all the selling points, but you it is your job to point out those selling points because you are trying to sell the book. <laughs> so even if it's not for you, talk to someone who the book might be for. Again, if this is your favorite character, if this is your favorite era, if you liked this movie, if you like this theme, those are the things you want to focus on in order to sell more copies of the book, which is very important for everyone across the board. Structuring your review is really up to you. Everyone has their own style. Some people start with their summary and the pros and the cons and things like that, which is totally fair to do. You can point out things that worked, things that didn't work. There's nothing wrong with criticism. And I know I keep I keep doing this, but we will talk about that. It's the point, a couple points down from this one. Really, the, the whole point, the whole idea is to talk about the book, talk about your thoughts, and tell people why they should be reading it or should be buying it or should be getting it for the library, things like that. Once your review is done and you're going to post it to social media, you're going to publish your podcast episode, let's talk about some etiquette surrounding that, mostly around whether or not you can and should tag authors. So I will say authors love to be tagged in promotion of their books. They're so, okay, let's imagine this is the week leading up to the book release or the day of release, the book birthday, as they say. The author of that book is so excited that they can finally celebrate their book being out. They have been working on this book at this point for a long time. For a long time before that, they couldn't even talk about it to anyone. So this is like, this feels like an actual birthday to them. They are so excited. And they want to celebrate that with everyone. So yes, you should tag, mention authors in your review. Whether or not you should like send that to them directly. I mean, I'm not an author, so I can't say whether or not they prefer that. But definitely tag them. Definitely say like, hey, E.K. Johnston, here's my review of your book. Whether or not they respond to that, whether or not they like it or retweet it, retweet it um, you know, it, it's all up to the author. They'll do whatever they want, and it's not personal <laughs> whether or not they uh, interact with yours. There's probably a lot of people uh, talking about their book and reviewing the book, and they're excited, but also probably very overwhelmed. So just be understanding of that. Um, there are instances where you probably should not tag authors in your thoughts, reviews, things like that. And that is when you are being negative about a book. And you know what? It's okay to not like a book. You will not like every Star Wars book that you read. You will not enjoy every author's writing. You will not enjoy every author. And that leads a lot of people to be ne- to leave negative re- reviews and not have nice things to say about a book. And that really is up to the person. If you want to be negative about a book, you absolutely can. Authors don't super love it, though, when you are negative in a review and then tag them in it. Um, imagine working really hard on something for, let's say, a couple of years, and it's finally out in the world. And you get tagged in a social media post, and it's just about someone really hating what you did. And that's part of making art. There are going to be people 
there are going to be people who don't love it. And authors understand that. Authors are used to that. But don't, if you didn't like a book, you, they don't need to know about it. They will hear about it. Um, again, this is a time to celebrate a book. And if you uh, don't have nice things to say about it, that is your call. Just kind of leave them out of the discussion. That's just kind of a courtesy. Um, you know, other people can still consume your work. A lot For a lot of authors, reviews are for readers and not for the writers. Um, so maybe just don't engage with them. Um, they don't need to know. They don't really want to know. Um, your opinions are valid, but um, talk about it with your friends and other fans and uh, just let the author um, kind of not have to dwell on that too much. And let's finally get into negativity and criticism and what's fair and what's, you know, um, what's kind of warranted in the book community and the book review community, especially. Um, like I said, Star Wars books, there are a lot of them. You're not going to love every single one. And it's okay to not love every single one. I think it's um, rare for someone to love every Star Wars book they've ever read. Um, some people are just louder, louder about it than others, and that's that's okay for them. It's okay to be critical of a book. It is totally fair to have pros and cons, things that worked, things that didn't questions that you didn't understand things you didn't think were done super well things you think would have could have been done better that's fine that's part of of reviewing it is you are a critic you are being critical of something we all need to be critical of art and media in fair ways um but there there's a line there is a line to this that i think there are people that i've seen who have crossed this line and one thing I will say is it is fun to review Star Wars books. It's fun to be part of a community. But if all you're really planning on doing with your review is um, picking a book apart and only being critical and not talking about um, the good things about it and not celebrating a book, my question for you would be why are you reviewing it? Um, because it's okay not to like a book. Again, your opinions are valid. Um, it's okay to not vibe with the story and things like that. But if you really are just not having a good time, um, it's okay. And I do this sometimes, usually with books that are not Star Wars. If I don't super love a book, I just don't talk about it. Um, my negative, like, my negative feelings aren't that important um, because all I'm doing is, um, you know, a lot of times letting my personal feelings about a book kind of like um, get in the way of what the art is trying to accomplish. And that's not super fair. And that's not cool. Um, you can and should talk about, um, you know, what you didn't love about a book. I, I do sometimes too. There are some books where I'm like, I, I question this or I didn't really understand this or I wish this would have been different. And that's part of criticism. But if it gets to the point where you're just not having fun and you're just kind of dunking on a book, especially if it comes to you're kind of dunking on an author, um, 
even if your criticisms are fair, even if there are things an author has done in their writing that you um, don't think are okay, which is fair, um, and you are, are allowed to talk about those things in your own circles, um, it gets to the point where it's kind of... Um, you're no longer reviewing a book. You're no longer consuming the art of an author and you're kind of just it, you're bringing energy to the community that doesn't really need to be there um if you're involved in star wars fandom at all you know that there's already a lot of negativity out there and a lot of it unfair and a lot of it unwarranted and yes there are times where you want to bring attention to something that is not okay and that's fine there's no problem doing that um a lot of star wars book readers and fans have done that with past books and authors and um it these things need to be talked about need to be known need to be worked on that is not negativity that is not even really criticism as much as it is calling out things that need to be spoken about and changed that's a completely different thing and that's my opinion on this whole thing is that's a different that's something separate from criticism because criticism is you're like, oh, like, I don't know about this. But calling out things that um, need to be talked about is important. But if you're just here to encourage other people to have a bad time, you're not trying to sell a book. You're just trying to have a loud opinion and that's not cool. Um, you can do that in your group chats. You can do that in Discord. You can do that in your Instagram DMs, don't do it in front of everyone else. It's not cool. It makes you look like not a person anyone wants to be around. And if your goal is to review books someday, um, you kind of need to learn how to balance out those things before you're ready to do that. Um, you need to learn how to balance your criticism, do your pros and cons, call out things that you don't think were, call out things you don't think were handled appropriately without um attacking people basically so yeah um reviewing is hard it's really hard to learn how to promote a book that you didn't personally like and that's why a lot of people don't professional don't semi-professionally review books is because they aren't able to separate um their personal feelings from their job essentially and um it's a skill it, it takes a lot of trial and error and a long time. I've talked on the show fairly recently about how I left a very negative review of a book, to, which I regret to this day because it's still online and I can't remove it. And um, it makes me sad that I was in a place where I did that um, and took out personal feelings and things on an author and their work unfairly because um, it wasn't even a bad book. <laughs> um the on second thought series that i started that's the episode that i'm talking about and you can hear all about um my heir to the empire nope <laughs> my heir to the jedi story heir to the empire i have no uh negative feelings about <laughs> um so yeah if you want to know more about that but so like i get it i get that sometimes you want to be negative and there's this whole um idea sometimes that you know you can't love an entire book or you can't only say nice things about a book and that's really not true um you don't have to share all of your thoughts and feelings on the internet and 
that is the most important lesson that I've learned in the last five years of reviewing books is sometimes um, you can just uh, keep some things to yourself. And that doesn't mean that you're, you know, promoting bad books or things like that. It's just some things don't always need to be said. I've been talking for a while and I've touched on some things, but probably not everything you want to know. So if you have more questions about Star Wars book reviewing, review copies, uh, working with publicists, um, books in general, book reviewing in general, because I don't just review Star Wars books, but although it's mostly that because I only have so much time, um, you can let me know if you have questions. Um, Instagram or um, this is also getting published um, um, on Substack. You can leave a comment there or Oh, find me on Twitter if you want to, I guess. Um, any questions you have, I'm happy to answer them in a later episode or just um, right there on the wherever you <laughs> leave me the question. Um, or I'll do another write-up at some point or talk about them in another episode. So if I didn't touch on everything, um, let me know what your questions are and I'm happy to answer them. Um, good luck with all your book reviewing. Um, remember that a lot of people are just reviewing books on their own time um, because they like it. And that's cool. Um, I used to be one of those people. And, um, you know, I still love reviewing books. I wouldn't do it if I didn't love it. And I love being able to help promote um, these books that I love so much. And I hope that's why you're out here doing it too. Now This Is Lit is part of the Faraway Fandom Network. It is produced by Devor Mondam and written, hosted, and edited by me. Jose Jimenez designed our podcast art. You can keep up with the show on our Substack at starwarslitpod.substack.com and find the show wherever you get your podcasts. You can support the show by um, starting your free Audible trial, which we get a little bit back for that. Or there are bookshop.org links in past podcast episodes where you can get certain books through my affiliate link which also gets me some dollars back which is nice um you don't have to pay for substack the content that i'm posting there for now is free um and but if you want to support me you can do that there is the option to pay for a subscription which would be super super nice but again not required and as always for more book reviews and star wars book celebration follow star wars book reviews on instagram